follow her on all social media platforms at Naja Roberts. No underscores, no dots, no numbers, just Naja Roberts. Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Learn or get left behind. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Hello, everyone. And welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. Today is January 11th, and what a great day it is. We've got a lot to talk about today in the cryptocurrency space, just understanding money and all the things that are entrenched in and around our economic system that we have no idea that even exists. But I'm here today to enlighten you. And as we continue talking about what we were talking about yesterday, just really opening our eyes and our ears to understand what is actually happening in the background while we go to work, while we invest, while we go to the banks, while we do all these things, not knowing what actually runs them, what motivates them, what creates these deep, different, deep ecosystems that, again, that run our country. And so we are going to start with our cryptocurrency quote today. And it says, if you understand and change the way you look at money, the money that you begin to take a look at will change. And that is my quote. And I'm specifically talking about Bitcoin, the way that you understand and change the way that you look at money, the money that you begin to look at will change. And so that is my quote for today. And as we uh, embark upon what we're going to discuss today, I'm going to do the market report so that you understand how and why we are in the space that we're in. Now, Bitcoin right now is trading at $17,556. It is green all the way across. That means it's up 0.07% in the last hour. It's up 0.53% in the past 24 hours and in the last seven days it's up 4.3 percent and I always share with you when Bitcoin is doing well so are the other cryptocurrencies and so as I glide down the page I just see a sea of green all the way around with the exception of some that we're going to talk about a little bit later which we're going to bring up inside of the news and so Ethereum is at $1,342 it's up 0.05% in the last hour and it's up in the last 24 hours point one five percent and in the last seven days it's up 7.2 percent and uh, there's a lot of cryptocurrencies that are again following in this particular trend but bitcoin actually jumped in price to seven point uh, seventeen thousand five hundred 
on today, January 11th, driving to the highest level in the last three weeks. The price move gave bulls, and, and so you understand the bulls, that's the individuals, and, and, the, and, and that's the, in the bull market when it's going up. It gave the bulls control of the 275 million Bitcoin weekly options that expire on Friday, which is uh, January 13th. Uh, because the bears had placed bets that Bitcoin would go below 16.5. So if you're in this market and you're trading and you're betting against Bitcoin or you're betting for Bitcoin, the bulls said that it would go higher. And of course, the bears place bets that it would go lower. And so this recent move has uh, allowed the bulls to really get excited. And people are calling, of course, for a market bottom and a potential end to the bear market. Now, that's bad news for me because I like the bear market when it relates to Bitcoin because I want our community to get more while the prices are actually down. But is a Bitcoin bear market over? None of us know. A lot of us um uh, I feel like it is definitely not over. We hope that the bear market stays. I think that it's going to stay. And it's not really being pessimistic. It's really being optimistic about our ability to buy more while the price is down. But Bitcoin did trade low uh, and below 16.5 in December. And, of course, a couple of times when I got off the radio, I said it was imperative that I get off and get a little bit more because it was trading lower. So investors main hope is that the possibility of the United States Federal Reserve halting its interest rate increase for the first quarter of 2023 may be instrumental in a lot of different moves in the market and the Consumer Price Index that we always talk about. They call it CPI. Or those are the letters, but CPI, which is Consumer Price Index Inflation Report will be released tomorrow on January 12th, and it might give a hint on whether the central bank's effort to slow the economy and bring down inflation is achieving its expected results. And again, there are a lot of things going on in the background that I'm trying to bring your attention to so that we can pay attention and we can inspect what we expect in order for our financial portfolios to grow and be strong because we understand all these inner workings and all of these different things that play in to the price of different assets that we're investing in. No longer should we be a people or a group of individuals that take someone's word for it. We need to start paying attention to what's being put out there, what is going out on the websites. And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, um, we are going to continue talking about some of the things that are happening that are going to lead up to all of these changes that are happening in our financial system. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. Central. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. 
right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward, everyone. So we're going to jump in to this series that I have been sharing with each and every one of you to talk to a friend or a family member about. And so I hope that you had everyone download the KBLA app and have them listening in between one and two on every day this week because I am going to start to break down some of the things that are happening in our financial system in hopes that it helps you clearly understand why you need to be participating in the revolution that is happening in our monetary system. So ladies and gentlemen, it is really clear that our world is changing and that it's not going to stay the same. And what we're leaving in our rear view mirror does not look like what is in front of us. So you should be able to see that the entire world is going through some massive changes right now, not just with money, but culturally, politically and socially. We have technological advancements that are coming and they're coming fast and furious. The global financial system, as we know, it is really out of options. I'm just going to put it frank. They're out of options. And I want you all to think about when you're playing a game and you run out of options. Some people just turn the board over. They turn over the entire table and they just start over. Uh, some people are sore losers and that's what they do. But then there's other times that you're playing games and particularly video games. I think about the kids all the time right now. They're in a position where mentally they're pressing a button and starting over. Game is over, start over, start over with a clean slate. But what happens in the game of money when you're playing it and you run out of options, the best way to do it is to restart the game and reset. And to that end, this is why the voice of the World Economic Forum is calling for what they say the greatest reset in their agenda. Those that forget history, ladies and gentlemen, are bound to repeat it. And this means that while we must look forward, we've got to look to the future, but we've also got to learn the lessons from the past so we don't make the same mistakes, specifically in our community. So I'm going to continue to talk about change, and it's going to be the resounding theme that you're going to hear from me, and I'm going to be speaking about it over the next few weeks because money culture, politics, and social issues all play a part in the change that we're going to see. So change is progress. I say that this new money is progress for our community, but progress is a solution to a problem. So again, if you think about Bitcoin and why it was created, it was created to actually create change to a problem. The problem was that the central banks control the money and the central banks were getting a bailout again and they shouldn't have been and they were leaving the little people behind. So somebody, he, she, they, it created Bitcoin. And so it was a solution to the, a problem. 
And that solution uh, has not yet fully played out. And that is why I'm always sharing that cryptocurrencies have not reached their full potential as of yet. If you're not changing something or if you're not changing your mindset, if you're not changing the way you eat, if you're not changing anything, change means you need to be doing something different. But if you're not changing, ladies and gentlemen, you're dying. Change is actually what fuels entrepreneurship. If an individual sees a need and they go out and create a business, that business solves a problem and then they get rewarded because people actually patronize them and use their services or they buy their goods and service. And that's how this goes. But historically, there have been some triggers that spark change and progress. And one of the things that you'll never guess that we actually need that I've been telling you all that we're in is recessions. And I know some folks say, how can we need a recession? It really hurts our community. It hurts our bank accounts. It hurts our Everything. But yes, we need recessions for growth. We need to wipe out bad growth. We need to wipe out bad governing. We need to wipe out bad money and the ways in which this bad money actually affects our community. If you've ever witnessed a farmer after a harvest, their crops uh, that they've taken to market and sold when they go back to look at their fields, it's left with a big mess. Let's just say it's corn or something like that. All the shucks and all the other uh, pieces of the corn is left behind on the field. They've got to come in with tractors and do all the things to totally clear the ground. They have to wipe it clean. They've got to start over in the process. And that process looks like tilling the soil, planting seeds, watering it and watching it grow properly so they can do the same exact thing that they did with the harvest before. The same exact thing thing needs to happen with our monetary system. Unfortunately, we need to clean the fields. They're in a big mess. We need to come back with something different after the soil has been totally cleaned of all the bad things that don't need to be there. But unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, the feds do not want to see this happen because this means that they lose control. In fact, I was looking at a video and Janet Yellen, who is I was the Federal Reserve, Federal Reserve chair at the time said that she never foresaw another recession coming in our lifetime. And that's because they don't want it to happen. So they artificially inject this money into our economic system to keep holding things up. But the bottom line is that a recession needs to happen in order to clean and clear the way for this new Thing that is coming, this new digital money, this new revolution of decentralization. And so we need revolutions. That's the second thing that we need. Revolutions are absolutely necessary because we need radical change. Listen, it's just it's clear these legacy sim- systems that are in place tend to entrench themse- themselves so that change cannot penetrate it. And change cannot happen. 
We need these systems to change. We need them to die. We need them to go away. As it relates to money, we need radical change in our community because, again, statistically, or not even statistically, I was actually reading a report according to CNN Business. In June of 2021, they did a survey of banks. They did a survey of communities. And they found, ladies and gentlemen, I need you to listen to this statistic that they found long and hard. I need you to listen in. 3.5 million black American households right now today have a negative net worth. I'm going to repeat that. 3.5 million black American households have a negative net worth. That's exactly 19% of the households across this United States. And in addition to that, this same study stated that 4.3 million black households have a net worth less than $10,000. That is living paycheck to paycheck, or I'm going to say living at, cause I heard Lynn Richardson say living from Friday to Monday, because that is not uh, living paycheck to paycheck because they are one step away from uh, being at a negative net worth. And that is not good. That is a total of 7.8 million black folks not million black folks, because that is household. So that's more than individuals. So that's seven point eight million black families across this United States that are in financial distress. So I'm going to continue to say we cannot do the same things that we've done in the past, expecting different results. So from my viewpoint in the black community, we need a revolution and we need a revolution around money. So you will always hear me say that the revolution will be digitized because it is decentralized, my brothers and sisters. And if we want to change, if we want change and growth, the old way of doing things has got to die. Also, in the spirit of change, we need disruptive technology. It gets rid of the old way that we do things and it brings and it ushers in a new way. All these things wrapped up together, the recessions that are here and are going to continue to be here, I think, in my opinion, revolution and disruptive technologies actually encompass the reason for Bitcoin and why it was created. So with growth, growth tends to go up. If you're looking at a car at a chart, always growth goes up. But within that growth are different cycles that create that growth. And we're going to start to talk about these cycles to help you understand where we are going with this new money and why it's important to you. The first cycle that I really want to talk about is this political revolution cycle. We are literally at the peak of centralization. That means Everybody around the world is getting fed up with the way that their government is running. And this political cycle, if you look at history, tends to end every 250 years. And we are there. We're right at that critical juncture. And it is also called peak globalization. And so it's easy enough to see that peak 
globalization and centralization is here. Just look at all of the NGOs that are pulling strings. What is an NGO, you might ask? Uh, NGO is a nonprofit organization that operates independently of our government and is typically whose purchase our purpose is to address the social and political issues that go on. And it's organizations like the BIS, which is the Bank of International Settlements, the IMF, International Money Funds, the UN, United Nations, WEF, which is the World Economic Forum. You've also got WHO, which is the World Health organizations. These NGOs are non-government, non-elected leaders are reshaping this world. They are reshaping this world with their vision, not your vision, not my vision. And they didn't really ask us what we wanted to do. And they didn't take a vote on it either. But these organizations have massive power and influence starting directly with money. And you've heard me say it many times. He who controls the money controls the world. I cannot show you on the radio just what this organization chart that I got a hold of looks like. But it shows you how these NGOs are directing our politicians and actually shaping the monetary system in a new way right now. And so many people want to dismiss the conspiracy theory, but the conspiracy is real. Just look at FTX, which is a cryptocurrency exchange and Sam Bankman Freed, he's actually charged with six counts of conspiracy. Conspiracy is something that's done in secret, but what he did is absolutely no secret. And what they're doing is no secret because what they're doing is they're writing books. And I'm talking about these NGOs that are running everything right now politically. They're writing books, they're publishing papers, they're putting them on their website. And I'm going to continue screaming from the hilltops. And you might get sick of me too talking about this, which is what they want. They want to desensitize you and allow you to continue to be blind and complacent and ignore what's actually going on in our financial system because this transfer of wealth is happening. And ladies and gentlemen, we need to have it coming into our buckets of money. So when we come forward after news, traffic and sports, we'll continue talking about all of the things that are continuing to change around us that we need Need to be made privy to. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Nadja Robertson ahead of the crypto curve. Please follow her on all social media platforms at Nadja Roberts. No underscores, no dots, no numbers, just Nadja Roberts. Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Learn or get left behind. Create. You're on a dynamite. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. We may be LA's newest talk station, but when you're punching above your weight, it's not about whether you can throw a punch. Can you take a punch? We're unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. And we don't black down. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate meets a scholarly match. Hey, hey, hey. 
All right, welcome forward, welcome forward. We will jump into our cryptocurrency news for the day. I've got a couple of different articles that you need to know about, specifically because we've had so much turmoil with FTX and all of the loss of funds by different individuals. A couple people that I do know had uh, funds invested on FTX and tried feverishly to get it off FTX to no avail. And we know why now. But as we look at this cryptocurrency exchange that has just filed bankruptcy, their actual attorney, their bankruptcy attorney stated that he was able to recover more than about $5 billion in different assets, not including another $425 million in cryptocurrencies held by the Securities and Exchange Commission in the Bahamas bankruptcy attorney. Um, and so this is interesting because what I did read and I wasn't sharing with the community just because so much about FTX was getting on my nerves, specifically as to how they're treating him and what he's being allowed to get w away with still today. But they went back to all the nonprofit organizations that Sam Bankman Free gave a donation to, and they were asking those organizations to give that money back. So all the charitable things that he did, I'm hoping that includes some of our public officials that he donated money to. I hope they got that back from them too, from the White House uh, on down to Congress and Senate and everybody else. But I hope they got some of that money back as well as as a in addition to all these I don't want to call them poor nonprofit organizations because I don't know who he gave money to but they were able to right now locate over five billion in cash liquid cryptocurrency and liquid investments and securities and so I think that's a good thing and so as we move forward, I am hoping that they continue to do what's right by the people who were harmed by this exchange. Again, it has nothing specifically doing to do with the entire cryptocurrency space, despite what people feel. FTX is not crypto, the whole crypto space. They are just an exchange, just like a grocery store or a bank that's in a whole banking system or a whole grocery store. Um, I don't want to say a chain because that's, you know, a, a grocery store that's not affected by another grocery store's action. And so that's what FTX is. And so that's what's happening on those fronts. Another big thing that happened in the centralized space is China's central bank actually included the digital yuan in the reports on cryptocurrency that is circulating. And this is a big deal, ladies and gentlemen, because the People's Bank of China has begun including the country's central bank digital currency in their reports, measuring the amount of cryptocurrency in actual circulation. So for those of you that continue to think that this digital space is is going to be going away anytime soon, I continue to say it is here to stay. And America is going to absolutely continue to watch all these different regions that are implementing their central bank digital currency. And China, 
according to this financial statistic that they released on January 10th, said there was 13.6 billion digital yuan, roughly 2 billion at worth roughly $2 billion at the time of that publication. And that was in circulation as of December 31st, 2022. So the currency is in circulation and it grew at a rate of 15%, which is huge. That means that their digital yuan is working and it is causing noticeable and notable changes throughout the country. And so uh, this is interesting, really, really interesting. And they're thinking that by the end of 2023, there will be 20.47 trillion what the T in circulation, which is a big deal. Ladies and gentlemen, China is the world's second largest economy, and it was one of the first to begin trailing a CBDC, a central bank digital currency in select cities and regions. They didn't roll it out to the entire country, but in certain cities and certain regions, this project was eventually made available to visiting foreign athletes. Now, get this, they rolled it out to foreigners who were there for the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics in February, and they were very quiet about how they did this. However, the usage of this digital currency has been rather low, as they stated, and I think Bitcoin's uses is really low because, again, everyone is trying to figure out should they be stock loading this or if they should be spending or utilizing it, has it reached its full potential? Are they prematurely spending it? All of these things come into play, but they did have some transactions that totaled roughly $14 billion between October and um, between October 2022, going back when it was introduced in April of 2020. And again, a lot of this stuff is silent because you think that it's just starting in 2022. But April 2020, they actually rolled this out. And if you think about when April 2020 happened, we were in the middle of a COVID lockdown. And so we talk about a reset a reset of several different things, but you all will start to see these patterns and you will start to understand why we are screaming from the hill hilltops that we've got to pay attention to what is going on, not only in the micro, but in the macro, because it all plays into the scheme of changing the way we see money, the way we operate with money and how money is controlled, not just in our country, but throughout the world. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we will jump into some more incredible information. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now let's get back to ahead of the crypto curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome forward. Welcome forward. I saved a little bit of time because we want to talk about why Solana, which is a cryptocurrency, 
and another cryptocurrency called Bitcoin SV. S is in Sam, V is in Victor, which is not the same as Bitcoin and Sandbox are falling today. And so this is kind of a big deal because there are a lot of different cryptocurrencies that people get involved in for different reasons. They all have different reasons that they exist. If you're interested in looking at why these other cryptocurrencies exist, you can always go to CoinMarketCap, click on the different coin and actually just read their white paper. It tells why they exist, what they're supposed to be doing and all of those things. But each one of these uh, cryptocurrencies appears to be moving downward for different reasons. So on somewhat of a mixed day in our cryptocurrency market, because Bitcoin is going up, several cryptocurrencies have failed for an array of different reasons, which isn't always the case in the cryptocurrency industry where Bitcoin typically drives much of the action as we know. Since late afternoon yesterday, the price of Solana was down about 4% and uh, Bitcoin SV was down and it traded roughly 9% lower and Sandbox uh, was down about 4.5%. And a lot of people are always uh, raving about these different cryptocurrencies. So I decided to bring it up so you can figure out and find out, you know, what's the big deal about it falling in price. Well, this popular, popular online brokerage that you all know so well called Robinhood. I tell everybody to stay away from because they're robbing the hood. But Robinhood announced Wednesday that they would end their support for the Bitcoin SV. And that was just um, they're going to do it starting January the 25th, just before 7 p.m. And, you know, a lot of people are still on Robin Hood. So that created um, that created some turmoil for that coin. So Bitcoin SV was created after the hard fork from Bitcoin Cash. So then there was just so you can understand there was Bitcoin first. A couple of people looked at Bitcoin's protocol and said, hey, this needs to change. This needs to change. So we're coming up with Bitcoin Cash. Then they came up with Bitcoin Cash. Roger Ver did. We know who created it. And then there was another fork and Bitcoin SV was born. And so every time I listen to someone pitch something other than Bitcoin, they talk about this being better than Bitcoin and the next greatest thing. So a lot of people got involved in it. Not to say that it's it's not going to do anything, but Robin hood didn't really specify why they would no longer support the token but they simply said we are regularly in review of the crypto we offer on robin hood based on our latest review we've decided to end the support for bitcoin sv so if you've invested in Bitcoin SV, I would suggest you take a look at what possibly could be happening to make robin hood the company that takes everybody's money that's robbing the hood they don't want to be involved with it so that makes me raise my eyebrows because something's up on that while I can't say in certainty what's driving the sand token it appears to be linked to investors that anticipate the upcoming release of this month's 348 million sand tokens so if you invested in sand token thinking it's going to go up in price based on scarcity and this month they're 
going to relate. They're going to release three hundred and forty eight million. Maybe you need to need to take a look, a real close look at what you need to be doing to secure your money in or out of sand token. I'm just saying um, because it's currently getting ready to devalue itself because the more that come out, the less scarce it is. And it's not going to be a good deal. But anyway, Sandbox is a ERC 20 token. Uh, ERC 20 token is a token that runs on top of the Ethereum blockchain. And so the Ethereum blockchain um, is what Sandbox ERC token runs on so i'm thinking if there's an issue and the price of the sand token goes down and all these tokens are thrown out into existence i believe that it's going to probably have some effects on the ethereum and what ethereum is uh, is costing so solana looks to be selling off due to investors taking profits after a strong run late at the end of the weekend into the early part of this week, Solana seems to take off after the meme coin, uh, the meme coin or token bonk, B-O-N-K, which is minted on Solana blockchain got hot recently. So the price went up because bonk went up. And again, this is a meme token, another joke. So bonk went up. And then that caused Solana's price to go up. And then a lot of their investors sold off because they saw an opportunity to make a gain. And then the bonk token went down and then Solana started to go back down as well. And so that is what is going on with these three particular cryptocurrencies. And I usually don't go into it, but I want to give you all again an opportunity to go in and pay attention. If you've by any chance invested in any of these three cryptocurrencies, again, cryptocurrencies are not all created equal and we've got to be very careful about what we invest in as it relates and i'm going to say this on the air as it relates to the gift that we were given giving to the listeners during the holiday season your gift is on the way we actually got some custom made shirts uh created and those shirts are scheduled to be in this week and we will be getting them out to each and every one of you that uh were winners of those gifts so just make sure you know they are coming you can look out for them you got a custom made shirt along with something else that is a surprise uh that'll be coming to you so i appreciate each and every one of you that are listeners um but ladies and gentlemen we have reached the section where we can ask Naja Roberts anything. And I would like to make sure that you know how to do that. You can go to my website, NajaRoberts.com, and you can click on Ask Naja Roberts, and it's going to bring you to an actual form that you can fill out, and I can answer any question that you have online. And a lot of the questions that just came up were around uh, why Bitcoin? Why Bitcoin? Why specifically Bitcoin? Why can't I get involved in any other cryptocurrency? And I'm just going to continue to say I am not a financial advisor anymore. I don't provide any financial advice just suggesting or allowing you to watch what it is I am doing for my community for my family for my personal retirement 
And that is ensuring that I am getting what I'm calling the actual financial glue that is going to hold your portfolio together. And that's Bitcoin. And so why Bitcoin? It's decentralized. It is not a centralized asset that anyone can come in and make changes to without your permission. They cannot take control of your asset unless you have it inside of an exchange. And we're teaching each and every one of you to be self-sovereign. So that self-sovereignty comes by buying a cold storage device such as a ledger. And we've been talking about ledgers. We're going to have another ledger in me one, two, three in February, which will allow you to get into the class, set up your ledger and move your Bitcoin or your cryptocurrencies off of the exchange. If you have Solana, Bitcoin SV, Ethereum, if you have Bitcoin, whatever it is, ladies and gentlemen, you are able to move it into your own cold storage device. So you can go to NajaRoberts.com forward slash ledger and get a link to go factory direct to get that for your family. When we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we will get into our daily dollar cost average because a DCA a day keeps poverty away. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, where did you get all that cash? You mean this $750? Yes, that $750. Where did you get all that cash? Since it's January, I went to JanuaryCash45.com and got $750. You got $750? Yes. Just go to JanuaryCash45.com this month and follow the simple instructions on the site. Once you finish, the $750 is yours. It's that easy to get $750? It's January. So yes, you just answer the basic questions on the site, pick from the deals they show you, and get $750 sent to you by direct deposit or any of the major money apps like Venmo or PayPal. I'm always short on cash. I'm going to JanuaryCash45.com right now to get my $750. Ready to get your $750 in January? Get started right now at JanuaryCash45.com. So go to JanuaryCash45.com. Just go to JanuaryCash45.com. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750 fast and easy. Go to JanuaryCash45.com. That's JanuaryCash45.com. It's January. Don't wait. Go to JanuaryCash45.com. 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 Looking for legitimate political discourse without the bear spray? Tune in and speak out. KBLA Talk 1580. When they bump it in the jeeps, it's going rock right. True. In the streets, it's going rock right. True. At a show, it's going All rock right, rock. ladies and gentlemen, welcome forward. Welcome forward. As we just continue to get information about money, how it works, new money, Without going too deep into the old money, I'm just trying to make sure that we're getting and understanding the systems. And right now we're talking about the cycles. So today we went over just a little bit about the political cycle and how we are at the end of a 200 and 50 year political cycle. But there are some other cycles that you need to understand that I'm going to introduce. And I'll start on another one of those cycles tomorrow. Again, if you have friends, family, or anyone that you know of that has a vested interest in understanding how to protect their money, how to protect their investments, how to protect their financial future, please have them download and begin to listening 
begin to listen to Ahead of the Crypto Curve every day, Monday through Friday. We're going to be here giving this information. So today, I hope you were able to take away and understand what an NGO is, a nonprofit organization that independently uh, governs what is going on with our government and really tells them what to do. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take out our cell phone and we are going to go to the black wall street app and we're going to buy an asset we are going to click on six dollars one time now you can set this up and forget it inside of the black wall street wallet but what i am going to do of course is six dollars one time i'm going to put it into the wallet that's designated for kbla talk 1580 and when i buy this six dollars worth of satoshis a satoshi being the smallest increment of a of a bitcoin like a penny is the smallest increment of a dollar we're definitely going to get less satoshis than we did yesterday because of the fact that the price has gone up in the last 24 hours so with that being said ladies and gentlemen please continue to daily cost do your daily cost average because that keeps poverty away we are creating satoshi millionaires one family at a time one day at a time one bitcoin at a time one satoshi at a time please do not touch that dial stay tuned for the dl hughley show and i appreciate each and every one of you have an incredible rest of your day you're listening to nadja robinson ahead of the crypto curve please follow her on all social media platforms at nadja roberts no underscores no dots no numbers just nadja roberts Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Learn or get left behind. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.